Hey, 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 it's your girl Jenny Still, I am back in the building. All of that lovely Happy New Year. I don't know whether it's too late though, because we're about three weeks in now. But we'll do happy belated New Year to all of you who are locked in, locked on. This is Still Got It. I'm your girl Jenny Still. It's Reach London Radio. It is Monday. We are like three weeks in. The month of love is fast upon us for many. <laughs> I have to laugh because we had a conversation in regards to love and I'm going to let you guys know that I am looking for, maybe it's something for your parents or grandparents, but I'm looking for a couple that have been married for a very long time to come in the studio and share their love story. That's what I'm looking for. So do you know a couple that has been married for 20 maybe 20 plus, we'll go 20 plus, I'm not going to go any higher than that, but if you know a couple who have been married for 20 plus years, I want them to come into the studio, you know where to find me, at official Jenny Steele, or at Steele underscore got underscore it, or you can touch base with Reach London Radio, I am looking for that couple, maybe it's your parents, maybe it's your grandparents, I want to hear about love, um, I'm also going to be looking for two or three young people, um, to come up in the studio and talk about dating. I want to talk about the date scene, online dating. I've seen all of these professional dating events, um, speed dating, all of that. So if you want to come up and talk about your experience with dating, online apps, um, dating events, professional dating, as your friends try to set you up, I want to hear all about that. So you have about two weeks to get that info into me I am going to create a post um, in regards to that now my guest today it's been a long time coming that I have to say that I should have done this a long time ago but you know what we're fresh we're new we are ready to roll forward I'm going to introduce you to Lyndon Lyndon how you doing I'm oh, very good Jenny thank you very much for inviting me on to your awesome show today. I'm actually so excited because we've touched base. Obviously, we've had this whole lockdown pandemic. Yeah. Um, haven't seen you, but I've still been keeping an eye on you. You have an amazing journey, yeah. story, book. You are doing some fantastic work. You wanted to bring this whole fruit vibe into the studio. I wanted you to do it, but I know that uh, they wouldn't be up for that yeah i can see that now <laughs> <laughs> there just wouldn't be enough space yeah, for all of that. that lovely fruit up in the studio but i'm so happy to have you here so today we are going to be talking about type 2 diabetes we are going to be talking about health and wellness yeah. and how changing our diet can actually help change health matters yeah and make life. it a yeah. lot better and change your life so you know what before we get started what is the difference between type 1 type 2 well, type 1 is when the pancreas is not producing any insulin or, and so it's not efficiently working. And type 2 is when the pancreas is still not working uh, enough, it's not producing enough insulin. Or type 2 is when your blood sugars is very high. Yeah. So if your blood sugars is, ab is above uh, 42, uh, which they call it HbA1c, is above 42, then they diagnose you as type 2 diabetic. Uh, when I was diagnosed, my HbA1c was 92 at okay. that time yeah so that's that's the main two types from type one and type two and some people are type one uh they can uh have a diet to help them efficiently to help with it yep. yeah and well some people said it's not curable some people i've known has reversed type one but that's controversial at the same time yeah but with type two type two is more of a lifestyle Okay. it's more of a lifestyle so with type 2 my lifestyle was just crazy <laughs> like, alright you know what let's just get into it straight yeah. tell us about how like your how your lifestyle was and what you've had well, to change well my lifestyle when I was diagnosed was mad for example in the mornings uh, I'd have like three, three slices of hard old bread hard old bread is West <laughs> Indian bread and that's sweet already so is I, that thick? yeah Are you cutting course. it yourself? of course <laughs> when, when you go to the shop and they got a slice one don't bother no, with that no I don't my children seem to like that I'm like oh, it's really? too thin oh wow you need the big chunk they're a different breed <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> they're, they don't know they, they don't, don't know, know about thick slices yeah 
yeah. <laughs> so I'd have a free slice of hard dough bread. I'll put butter on it and I'll put jam on it. I'll put a lot of jam on wow. it. So if I didn't taste the jam, enough jam, I'll put more on it. Yeah. And then what? And it's quite a sweet, like, it's, it's a sweet, sweet bread. bread. Yeah, yeah, it's a sweet bread. That's what makes it so nice. Yeah, of course. Of course. <laughs> so nice. So on top of that, I used to have a, I was introduced to coffee. And I, the only way that I liked my coffee was uh, sweet and milky. So I, I started to have latte, latte. Oh, so wow. instead of making a, a proper latte in the mornings, I used to buy the sachet ones. And the sachet lattes, they come with milk and so sugar much, in it yeah, already. Yeah. So I'd have that latte coffee. And then on top of that, I put three to four teaspoons of demerara sugar in it, which is brown sugar. And the demerara Whoa. sugar, because... Then. Yeah, but Jenny, Whoa. Jenny, demerara sugar is brown sugar. It's supposed to be more healthier for you. Yes, so yes, we, of course, of course. Yes. So we think we can, yeah. yeah so yeah. we can add the sugar to get yeah. healthier. No, definitely. And then on top of that, during the summer times, uh, what would happen? I'd, I'd get up in the morning, I'd have a runny nose, I'd have a itchy throat, oh. you know what I'm saying, that kind of thing. And I told my friend one day, listen, I keep getting these these flu-like symptoms. What is it? What is it? He said, Linda, you got hay fever. I said, what do you mean I got hay fever? <laughs> he said, you got hay fever. I said, you're joking. So when I looked up the symptoms yeah. of uh, hay fever, that's what I had. Oh. So my next thing was, how do you get rid of hay fever? And the best way to get rid of hay fever is honey. Yeah, what well, really? Yeah, it's get honey because the, bee, the from the the bees they create the honey, and if you eat the same honey from the same bees, it doesn't affect Makes you. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes so sense. I live in a country. Yeah. So when you buy a pot of honey where I live, it's, it's a small real pot fresh, and it's a big price. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. I was gonna say it's <laughs> no, fresh and expensive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I I didn't go down that route for too long. So I started to buy the, the cheaper version of honey, the bigger bottles, a smaller price. Yeah. You know, but. I, I, I was adding that to my coffee as well. So I started to add to my, so I started to add my, to my, my cereals. Uh, anything it's real that, sweet yeah, anything stuff. Anything I could have real with sweet. honey, I'd have to it, yeah. So that, that, was my, that was my breakfast on my way to work because I didn't live in London, so I had to drive in London. So I had three slices of uh, toast, uh, harder bread with the coffee on my way to work. And that's what I, I'd be eating and drinking to work. Now, how many Once, years was you doing that for, would you say, uh, roughly? About, about two, three years. Okay. On constant it was because yeah. it, it, i was i was addicted i was addicted to it so that I, was I, it the, addicted to the sweetness the sugar or just like the flavors it's the flavors yeah it's the flavors i mean some people like they say they'll have marmite on the on their bread yeah i wouldn't touch marmite i've tasted <laughs> it but i wouldn't have it on my bread every day but i could have jam every day yeah but, but psychologically you know i'll tell you another thing what happened uh on my journey what i found out is that Blueberries are good for you. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I blueberries. like. I don't like blueberries, but I like yeah. blueberry juices and and yeah. Smoothies. I love. I live. That's a, that's part of my my daily diet. Blueberries. Yeah. So I started to have blueberry jam. Do you oh know what I'm my! Yeah, because you think <laughs> really? it's, yeah, because you think it's healthier. <laughs> yeah, but of course. How, how do you make jam with sugar? Yeah, do you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. That, that I went on to Blueberry Jam, but that's another story anyway. So what I do, when I when I was working in London, so once I got to London in the morning uh, to work, uh, I'd be working on the, the, the dessert section, doing all the cakes and pastries. So what I'd be doing, I'd be cutting all the pastries, but they were going out to VIP functions. Okay. So every every piece of cake had to be exactly the same size. So when they put them on a trace, they look uh, uniform. Yeah, of course, of yeah. course. So what we'd have to do, we'd have to get a cake, we'd have to trim off the edges, yeah? Oh, and the edges are going I know. To be- What's coming, you know? <laughs> so, I know what's coming. So, Jenny, those, those trimmings are going to go straight into the bowl in front of me. This is my trimmings. Nobody touches it. It's my zone. So, I'd be there eating my cakes after I've cut them. Yeah. And then, what somebody come in the kids said, Do you want a coffee? Do you want a tea? So, I said, Yeah, I'll have another cup of coffee. So, I'll have another co- coffee with the sugar, with Whoa. the honey, with the milk in it as well. So, that would be in the morning time when I work. Lunchtime, we'll have a. Uh, a meal it's going to be a carbohydrates pasta rice or potatoes or because you were eating good because what i didn't mention is that for what 30 years plus you've been a chef so food has just been literally there around you all day every Every day day, every day and then when you finish what you go home to food again yeah do you know i'm saying so wow at lunchtime we'd have like i said we'd have a carbohydrate pasta rice potatoes stuff like that and then we'd have a fizzy drink Within, we don't touch water. It was a fizzy yeah, drink. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's for lunch. More t- sugar. That's lunch, yeah. After lunch, about two o'clock, we have an afternoon break. Tea, yeah, yeah, Tea yeah. break. Same thing, coffee with my sugars and my honey, yeah? Yeah. And once you finish that, I would probably finish work at maybe about four, five, six o'clock, depends, yeah? But because I don't live in London, I live outside London, it would take me about an hour, hour and a half to go out. So what I do, I go to the local shop and get a free meal deal. So I get a, a, oh. a BLT sandwich, either a chocolate bar or a, a fizzy drink, a crisp, yeah. yeah, whatever. So I'd have that 
in my car for my journey home. So sometimes what I'll be doing, I'll be driving home and I can hear this noise in my boot. Ka-ching, ching, ka-ching, ching. Well, what's that noise? So I stopped my car. And when I, when I looked in the boot, I was like, oh, yeah, my J2Os. <laughs> my J2Os are in there. Because I was addicted to J2Os. Damn. And because I never used to drink alcohol. So what I used to do, I used to go out with my friends to the pubs, the clubs. I would have to go out with them. I only used to drink soft drinks. So you drink all the juice, the sweet yeah, juices. Yeah, sweet juices. So I, got, I, I started to drink J2O and I got, got addi- addicted to it. Yeah. So one day I went to cash and carry because as a chef... Oh my gosh, you went and bought a couple crates? No, no, no. no. I, oh. didn't, I didn't go there. I, did, <laughs> listen, I, I was like, hold on. <laughs> no, 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 Jenny, I didn't go there for the, for the J2O. When I went into the, the cash and carry, there's a big sign on the wall, J2O cases, uh, £5.50 for a case. I was paying £2.50 in the pub. Oh. So psychologically, you're thinking, hold on, I'm paying 2 50 in a yep. pub. It's 5 50 for yeah. a case. Yeah. I might just buy a few cases. Yeah. So I used to have some cases. I just bought a few cases and stuck them in That's the That's the only thing about, you know, your cash and carries, your Costco's, yeah. your best ways, which is where our shop's got a big family. Yeah. You do, you, you, you'll go in there and you'll see these deals and you'll end up with a, a, a room full, full of... of Exactly. Drinks and snacks. And, and for anyone who had a, a grandma who used to shop like that or grandparents, <laughs> you'd go to their house and they'd just be all these all, snacks and drinks. I used to wonder where yeah, did that yeah, come, come from? from. But it's from buying like that. that in stock. Oh yeah, my yeah. goodness. So now you've started on, yeah. you've gone up a level now because you've got these yeah, drinks exactly. that you can just put in your car. car. So the, the, the thing about it, because it's in my car and I had so many of them at the time, I, got, I bought a, a bottle opener. So what I do, I get, I oh get, I'll open one bottle like the boot. Yeah. yeah. Just think. How, how the mind works. We, I'd open a bottle at the booth and I'd drink one bottle. It's about a 250ml bottle. You drink it straight there at the booth and yeah. I'll take another one out and put it in the car with me. And I've got a three meal deal in the oh, car already. Wow. So, th- so that was my journey home. That's my journey home. So once I got home, Jenny, yeah, okay, my wife, uh, my wife or some of you guys out there, your partners, whatever it is, may be cooking that day or you've got some food. Yep. They're going to yep. say to you, okay, yeah. Listen, dinner's ready. Yeah. And you're going to say to your wife, oh, I've been eating all day. I can't eat again. She goes, what, is there something wrong with my food? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, something wrong with my food. So you're forced to eat again. Yes, even though yes. You're, even though you're full. So it's going to be pasta, rice, potato. And on my table, I always, always had my favourite drinks, my mango juice and my yeah, ginger beer. Yeah, there's one thing that we don't muck around with, yeah, is it? Is, is when food is served, it served, is served. served. Yeah. So, so, so what happened after, after I've eaten my wife's food, I'm on the sofa now. And I know a lot of you guys out there, this is what you do. You sit on the sofa, you turn the TV on, but you know something? <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you're, you're out, you're sleeping. Do you know what I'm saying? You're sleeping before the football even comes on. That's when you know you've yeah. had a good serving of food. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you're when out. you actually just fall asleep afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. And just to finish it off, Jenny, yeah. About 9, 9.30, the wife's giving you that nudge. No, she come and get up, go to bed, go to bed. And, <laughs> and she's gone out to bed. She said, Lena, come to bed, come back. I said, I'll come, I'll come in. And then what we do, we go into the kitchen. Oh. We said, well, let's have a quick drink before yeah. we go to bed. So we yeah. make a cup of tea. <laughs> Please, no more bread. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Jen, we open the cupboard. We open the cupboard. Oh, what's in there? The biscuits. <laughs> My digestive biscuits. My digestive biscuits. Oh, so you, it's so, so hard, isn't it? Because yeah. I'm hearing you speak and, yeah. I'm, I'm, and I know that people who are locked in and listening are going to be listening and actually can understand from one point or the other, yeah. whether it's you've got drinks and stuff in your car, whether you're buying a free meal deal, yeah. you know, all of your favourite things, you know, if you're a chef and you're around food yes. all day, that's just showing you. But now I'm listening to you, I'm like, gosh, no, but this we is, eat a lot no, we of eat, sugar, we, we eat drink a lot, a lot yeah. of sugar. But the thing about it, Jenny... I didn't realise that, number yeah. one, until I started to do events and I got guys coming up to me. I said, Lyndon, I was doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. Like you, just yeah. eating all day, doing exactly the same thing. And number two, Jenny, when I started to read my book, when I, when I, when I wrote my book and I started to read the first chapters of what I was eating, drinking and what I was going through, it brought me to tears because we don't, we don't know yeah. what we're doing. Psychologically, yeah. we don't realise what we're realize. doing all day. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Until... Yeah. Until you're in a position where you want to do something about uh, your condition of being yeah. diabetic, you need to make a list of all the things you're eating, a diary every day. Yeah, that's a good tip there. A, a yeah. diary every day, every minute, every day. Anything that you put in your mouth, write it down. Yeah. And then you'll see the consumption you have throughout the day. So I just share that, that one day journey. Yeah. I know, and, and, and for me, I like food. Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm listening to you and I'm thinking, oh... I need to start thinking about 
my extra eating habits. So before this, we spoke and I said to you about not eating meat, being pescatarian and yeah. plant-based um, for, for a couple of years now. But we also just need to think about snacks. And I know that a lot of people in lockdown was eating because you know everyone's at home yes when yes. children are at home they tend to just eat you out and that's where it comes from eat you out of house and exactly. home because they're always hungry but if you're right just listening to your one day i'm sure yeah. a lot of people who are leaving the house early going off to work college uni, yeah. whatever it is just think about those snacks when you're driving it's probably yeah. easier because you just put the stuff in your car and you're just taking it off, the, off yeah off, yeah yeah i mean one what it was it wasn't even a snack that i was having like because when I when I was diagnosed type two diabetic, I had to I had to look at my lifestyle not just in the last two years, yeah, but from the that. from the early days, yeah. from the days that I used to work at Savoy. Because when I used to work at Savoy Hotel, yeah, they used to bring me on a trolley in the afternoon. It was water and lemonade on it, you know. And I my background is poor background, so yeah. when they came around with a trolley with lemonade, that's the only thing I'm drinking. <laughs> You know, that's the only yeah. thing I'm drinking. Yeah, because makes it, sense it's because it's not drink. something you. Yeah. yeah, it's not something you have access, access to. Definitely. Yeah. And uh, and back then, after that, in the nineties, I remember we had family down in Ramsgate. Yeah, and every time we was going down to Ramsgate, I was so tired driving. I used to buy two bags of baby. Uh, Jelly babies, yeah, yeah, to eat on the way down there because you, you think the sugar's going to keep And a lot of people do that, yeah. buy sweets on long journeys. Journeys, yeah. Yeah, like something sweet to just, yeah, because as keep, you said, to keep you going, going. Yeah. I've got to keep my sugar levels yeah. up so I can stay so, awake to make the journey, exactly. you know, this is a couple of hours, but actually... It's adding that, to the then, problem. Yeah, it is adding. It's adding to the problem, you know? So, yeah, well, so that, that that's... it's Well, thinking about it now just gets you emotional, seriously. It just makes you think what you're going through and, and a lot of people out there who are diabetic, especially type 2 diabetic, your lifestyle is so, so keen to analyse yeah. what you're doing on a day-to-day -day basis. The, the right, like, so obviously we've gone from hearing how you used to spend one or two yeah. days, maybe three or four days a week. How did you change that? How does it feel to know that actually you've got to, like, you've got to change it for your health? To know... That you have to change it for your health. Number one, you have to be in a, a position or you have to be in a situation where your your back is up against the wall. Yeah. Because your health is key. Yeah. Number one, I'm self-employed as a chef, yeah? Yeah. If I don't work, I don't earn. Yeah. Full stop. Yeah. yeah. And number two, you've got your mortgage, you've got your payments and you've got the bills and all the other things. Yeah. And, you're, and as, a, as a man of the house the livelihood's around you. Yeah. So if you don't work and don't earn, that affects the family. Not yes. just you, it affects yes. everyone else around you. Yes. So when I was diagnosed uh, with diabetes, I'm thinking to myself, you know something, Lynn? Every 22 seconds, somebody loses a lower limb through diabetes. Yeah. Every six seconds, somebody dies from diabetes. Because that's how serious it is. And I, yeah. and, and I wanted to get you on, because obviously I wanted us to talk about you, um, you reversing. Yeah changing your diet we want to talk about food but i also wanted the community to have an understanding of how serious diabetes is, is and can yeah, be and that is it because some people don't know you can lose limbs, limbs. and and you parts of your body it, yeah. yeah and yeah. it can affect your heart your liver your kidney it's just on an on and non effect with your life yeah so i was in a position to say if i stay diabetic what are the consequences yep what are the consequences with stay diabetic? So my number one thought is to my doctor, okay, how did I become diabetic? My, from my, my blood sugar levels, yeah, it was high. So they said, number one, is for your diet, carbohydrates, pasta, rice, uh, potatoes, your drinks that you're having, it's your lifestyle. So I think to myself, okay, you know something? My HbA1c was 92. Yeah, so they said you are diabetic. My blood sugar, when they do pinprick, finger pinprick on you, yeah. is 15.9 and it's supposed to be five. Yeah, oh, right? Wow. So it's 15.9, it's supposed to be five. My HbA1c was 92, it's supposed to be 42 and below. So I was in the danger zone. Yeah, definitely. Yeah? So I had to make a decision there and then what I'm going to do about it. Yeah. My doctor went with her arm to the right. They went for the medication straight away. Yeah. I thought to myself, What's this? She goes, we have to put your medication. I said, what kind of medications to help you reduce your blood sugars? And I said to myself, I don't want any medication yeah. because I've never been on any medication. And then for some psychological reason, your mind goes into free fall where you think, where have I heard the word diabetes before? Yeah. And the two times that I've heard of diabetes before is when my, my friend's mother, she, was, she wasn't well. We went to visit her and she looked at me and she says, Lyndon, the sugar get me. Yeah, wow. the sugar get me, and in Jamaica, when you said the sugar get me, that means 
diabetes. Diabetes, yeah. And they don't say diabetes because it's a death sentence. Yeah. Yeah, death sentence. And the second time is when I went to go see my cousin Ken, yeah, and my cousin Ken was type 1 diabetic. And he told me all about his situation, wow. how he became <clears throat> type 1 diabetic. And he said, and he's done all his, his research and everything. And he said, Lynn, if you ever become diabetic, don't take medication. Wow. Don't take medication. So, you know, sometimes you're in conversation with some people, yeah. it goes in one ear, goes out the other ear. Yeah. It went yeah. in one and went out the other ear. I was just focusing on his story. Yeah. yeah. But when my doctor told me diabetes, it all come back into my head. And I thought to myself, you know something? I remember my cousin Ken saying, don't take any medication. Yeah. So I said to my doctor, can I try this without medication? Yeah. They said, we don't recommend it. Yeah. But we're going to give you three weeks. Come back in three weeks' time. Oh, wow. Yeah. And we give you another blood test to see where your HbA1c is. So that day, Jenny, I said to myself, okay, Lynn, you are eating pasta, rice, potatoes, fizzy drinks. You're going to stop today. Wow. Today, to today, you stop. Yeah. Tomorrow, <clears throat> no more. Wow. Tomorrow, no more. So I contacted my cousin Ken. I said, Ken, I'm diabetic type 2. He said, Linda, what you need to do, get onto some flavonoid foods. You need to exercise. You need to lose that weight. These things you need to do. So from there, I just went on a, on a program. I was self-employed at the time, so I didn't have to work every day. Yeah. yeah? So what I started to do, because I was overweight, yeah, okay. I was like two, two, two plus stone overweight and I was big. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And you know, Jenny, the funny thing about it, my mother's Jamaican, yeah? I went to see my mum one day and she looked at me and said, Lindan, your belly I get big. <laughs> your belly I get big. I said, mum, what do you mean my belly? She said, she said look upon yourself. She said, look upon yourself. And I thought to myself, mum, I'm the baby of the family. You can't talk to me like this. I'm the youngest. Mum, what's wrong with you? <laughs> just go look upon yourself so I went home Jenny I look in the mirror and I thought to myself Lynn you need to do something yeah so you could actually see See. yeah yeah, the difference and she also said to me pigs don't know when pigs stink oh yeah so pigs don't know when pigs stink so when you're in an environment with fat people you you don't know it you won't know you won't know so that's where I was yeah so I thought to myself okay I'm going to take my daughter to school tomorrow for 8.30 take her to school and I'm going to go to the gym so I registered straight away I went to the gym Four or five hours in the gym, working, exercise. I was doing this, that, that, everything. For about four or five days of the week, I was doing like four or five hours. And I said to myself, Linda, why are you spending so much time in the gym for? Yeah. You're just in there, just doing everything and anything. Do you know what I mean? Just lose the weight. Yeah. So I said, let me get myself a personal trainer, go through the info, different machines in the gym, what I like, yeah. and then work out, work out a system, a schedule. Yeah, definitely. So, so i done that with him, okay? I worked out a system. So when I went to my gym... In a car park, you pay a one pound in for four hours, 50 pence for two hours. Yeah. So what I decided to do, I started to put 50 pence in the, in the parking meter. Give yourself a time limit. That time limit. Yeah. So I get in that gym, I go in there straight on a cross trainer, a rowing machine, bike. I do the, the vibrating machine, do some skipping and I do another lateral machine exercise. Yeah. I do my two hours or less and out. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I became disciplined to do what I needed to do. Yeah. And you know what I admired, like hearing you, I just admire it so mm. much because I know there's so m- I mean, obviously, as you said, when your back's up against the wall, yeah. it's a change. You got, you, listen, you, you can't even have time to decide, oh, maybe I'm going to do this. It's like it's decision time decision now. Time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then your determination to make sure that you turned it around. 100%, 100%. So during that period, Jenny... Um, Within the next three weeks, when I went back to my doctor to get a blood test, I had a blood test, and the results came back. My blood sugars went from 92 down to 70. Oh, 70 amazing. 25 days, yeah? Another 28 days after that, it went down to 60. Amazing. Yeah, and that's when I started to write the book. And from 60, another month, February, it was 1st of February, uh, 2016, my HbA1c went down to 41. So I was below the 42 Amazing. level. Amazing. Yeah. End of February, 29th of February, my HbA1c was 39. It, wow, it that's amazing. Like, it had gone down again. All yeah. that hard, how, how yeah. was you feeling at that point? All that hard work, because, you know, sometimes we hear, you know, if you do this, you do that, it's going to change this. If you change your diet, you change this, you change mm. that. And, and some of us, we never get there. We, we don't start changing, but to know that you've achieved... You, I think people don't change because... Like they say, there's a, there's a cat sitting on a pin and it's going meow, meow, meow. And I said, why don't the cat go off, get up? They say the pain's not big enough. Oh, okay. So you sit there on the pin yeah. until it really hurts. Hurts, yeah. You do something about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. You do something about it. 
And that's what that, and that's why that's where I didn't want to be. Yeah. I wanted to get it out of the way there and then. And the thing about it, all the things, all the things that people think the work's gonna take, after reversing it, your life is different. Yeah. Your mindset's so it's, different. It, it's, it's more than it. worth. Exactly. It. And sometimes you think we think too hard about, oh, I'm gonna need to do this, do that. But actually sometimes we just need to start. Yeah, doing and, get it, it. and get it out of the way. The yeah. thing about it, on my book, it says type two diabetes isn't a life sentence. Right. It's not a life yeah. sentence. Yeah. It's a period of your life. You're gonna take a a, par, a portion of your life to focus on what needs to be done and then you move on. Yeah. And then after that it's just maintaining it and working out how you're gonna maintain it. And that's the most exciting thing. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. when you get to that point, your life, your relationships, your children, everything around you is much better. Yeah, it's much better. You're energized, and I couldn't believe by going to the gym, being tired from being in the gym gives you so much energy. Yeah, yeah. So they do say the best time to go gym is after work or whatever when you're feeling. Yeah. Oh, I'm too tired to go gym. That's I, probably the best time for you to go gym. Even recently, I've been <clears> doing like some long shifts as a chef uh, over Christmas. We're doing long shifts, uh, like 12, 13, 14 hours shifts a day. After that, I'll, I'll stay in the hotel and I'll go to the gym in the hotel. Yeah. i go to the gym at night time. Even if it's five, ten minutes of doing something. Yeah. It's worth it. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Wow, that's amazing. It's, 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 it's psychological. It's psychological, and, definitely. And, and the thing about it, uh, it's good to have people around you who support you yeah. and who you could be accountable to. Yeah. Do you think that made all the difference yeah. for you whilst you was in this? For uh, Not that time. Yeah. But I realised along the journey to have yeah. someone accountable. Yeah. Even like now, after, after I've been through all that, yeah, it's good to be accountable now because I've got a very close friend that I'll say, listen, I'm going gym or I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. Mm -hmm. And I have to do it because I think to myself, sugar, I cannot lie to him and not be accountable to him. Yes, that's so right. So I do it yep. because I know I have to do it. Yes. So it's good to be accountable even now to yourself. And it's inspiring for the people around you to know that, you know what, if you can do that, yeah. I must be able to do this. Yes. Um, and, and I think, again, like having you here, I'm just sitting here. I'm so inspired and I've known you for a little while, yeah, yeah. but we have never like spoken deeply. But I'm always on your page. I'm seeing all this food and and the bits and pieces that you're doing, the documentary. And we'll get into that as well. Yeah. But I feel inspired by you. And I just want to personally say to you, thank you. Um, you've done something amazing, not just for yourself. Yeah. You put it in a book for other people yeah, to be able to see as a reminder do you know what as you said it's not the end of the world for me mm. i can still get on i just need to make some changes yes yes and that's so powerful, powerful. so i just want to say to you in the flesh because <laughs> i can send you all the messages i want like this is amazing this is great and we could all do that yeah but i think it's important for you for me to say it to you right here whilst you're here Thank i you. really have I so it. much respect for it and when i was thinking about covering health because it is january it's the yeah. beginning of the year and i know that obviously through lockdown people have been unwell um i i know someone who actually got diabetes through having covid mm. so i know that there's been changes that that people have seen in their body so i just thought you know what stick with health let's yeah. talk about health but the positives around health you've got so much more to tell us about food and i'm really excited about that but just feel so blessed to just know you um, have you in the studio and for everyone else to actually be able to hear the your journey the feeling's mutual so no thank you so mutual. much you worked so hard on that and we're not even finished yet but I'm going no, no. now I feel quite emotional <laughs> as well because I'm like no because what you've done is showed yourself showed your family yeah. and all of your friends that you know I'm going to fight this but I'm it helps it because don't forget in the UK alone is 4.7 million people with diabetes yeah. and the undiagnosed ones is probably even more. Yeah. And worldwide is 400 million plus people with diabetes. You and know? would you say that, because I, I think I did read that diabetes is really common in black community. Yeah, in the Caribbean. Yeah. Def definitely, definitely. And the only reason why it's common is because of the diet. Yes. It's, it's a simple fact that, num number one, you know, one of the things that's, you know, me, my family, or friends who are close, we were saying we're going to a party, a funeral, or any or, or some engagement or something. I was thinking, oh, what's the food going to be? Yes, that? yes. <laughs> what is that? And I'm sure there's people sitting there laughing now yeah, as well. But you because know, I, you know, I'm going to put it clear. What, what is that? The food's good. 
Yeah. The food's nice. Yeah. So if the food's rubbish... And there's going to be lots of it. Listen, I, I'm a chef. I've been, I've been to many <laughs> places, yeah? And I know for a fact that when I'm going out to certain places to eat, I eat before I go. Yeah, yeah. I eat before I go. Because yeah. there's no way you're going to go there and be satisfied. Yeah. But you yeah. know when you go to a Caribbean event... Yeah, you're gonna you be know. sad. Yeah, because yeah. gonna... we do, we we do really? go overboard. But the, but the thing, the thing with, I wouldn't say we go overboard. We do, it's just just how we are. I mean, psychologically, you say we go overboard. I just yeah. think it's one of but those things actually, where just you just want to make sure, you know, even for me, if I have my friends around or when yeah. we when we do, we get a caterer in sometimes for our young people. Yeah, and it might be 15 people. I'll be saying 20, 25. Yes. Because I don't want no one to not have eaten, eaten properly. Exactly, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I think we just work from that yeah. mentality of no one can come up in here and I'm sure you guys have heard your parents, your grandparents, auntie, uncle. Yeah. I don't want no one to leave here telling people that they didn't they eat, eat properly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean sometimes you, you go to an event you fill your plate and you don't even need everything on the plate. And the worst thing about it, when, when, when the announcer comes on, the seconds if you guys want more. <laughs> there's, there's more food if you want. <laughs> Come and help yourself. No, and I'll be, I'll be honest, I'm one of the first to go back up there. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care, do you know what I'm saying? But you know something? Oh, it's funny because even like now, there's a lot of people watching me when I'm eating, when I go out with my family, friends. They think, what are you drinking? What are you eating? What, you know, what's this like? And you know, yeah. But I can eat what I want now with a reason because I'm so disciplined and I know yeah. how to deal with it. Yeah, you and that, that's the most amazing part mm. of this is that you're disciplined. Yeah, 100%. And, you know, you know what you're eating. You yeah. know how much you can eat. You know what you're not going to eat. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Or you know that I might eat this now or eat that, save that for tomorrow or whatever exactly. it is. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But that's just, that's the most amazing thing. Yeah, I think... I think it is, is, is deeper in the sense that if you're the kind of person that you know you're going to want to eat a lot of food, yeah. you know how to detox your body, now to cleanse your body. Yeah. yeah? And if it, it, let me put it this way. If you're type 2 diabetic now, yeah? You, yep. You need to know what your HbA1c is, yeah? So the HbA1c is when they monitor your blood glucose levels, yeah, sugar levels, for the last three months. Okay. Yeah? Okay, we'll measure for the last three months, yeah? When you know what your blood sugar levels are, your HbA1c, then you can start setting yourself a goal. If it's 50... Do you think that that's something that we should be doing? Yeah. Naturally, like yeah, but every you, now and then we should be... Do you think it's something that... You don't, you don't do it naturally because you're not told to do it. No, or so that's not, what I'm saying. Do you think it's something that we should we, be we recommended to, yeah, to do for ourselves? Yes, 100%. Yeah. 100% because yeah. if you don't do it, you don't know where you are. Yeah. If you've got nothing to aim for. Yeah. If you've got a dartboard with no numbers on it, yeah, what, you're not in for nothing. Yeah. But if there's a number, then I tell you to aim for the number. It's there. So yeah. when my when my blood sugars went down to sixty, my next no, no seventy, my next goal was to be in fifties. Yeah, but it became sixty. You know, so I was upset, but I was happy. Yeah, because it had gone down anyway. Yeah. So my next goal, I set my next goal after that to to come down. Yes. You know, and so I'm working towards it now. So I'm disciplined on a day to day basis. Disciplined on a day to day basis. So. Because I'm disciplined on a day-to-day -day basis, it makes life so much easier, yeah, to know what needs to be done. And when you know what needs to be done, you just focus on it. Yes. Just focus on it. So the four fundamental things are people like, Linda, what did you do? What did you do to reverse it in 105 days naturally? Let me simplify it for everybody. Four things. Number one, your mindset. Yep. Yeah. In that, in that boundary of mindset, can I do it? What do I need to do? Yeah. Number two, your diet. Yeah. Okay. What do I need to take out of my diet? What do I need to introduce to my diet? And what do I need to focus on? Yeah. Yeah. Third thing is physical activity. Yeah. You need to do something. If you're in a position where you can't get out of your chair, your bed, you can still do exercise in your bed or your chair. You don't have to go to the gym like I do. You could go for a walk. You could go for a jog. You could do skipping. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? One of my goals uh, this year is to buy myself roller skates. Yes, I've got yeah. a pair. I'm, I'm <laughs> I've got there. a pair, and I've been. Uh, and you know what? It is such a because there's something you can do by yourself. Yeah, yeah, that's something yeah. you can do. You just put your music on, find yeah. somewhere flat. I mean, during lockdown, I was skating in the kitchen with the grandchildren. <laughs> but you know, if I was in my mum's house, I would have got in trouble for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah. But yes, so, yes, so, so skating, yes. So skating is, is on my list for this year anyway. And the fourth thing, yeah, is intermittently fasting. Yes, yeah? yes. Intermittently fasting. Take a break from eating food. Yeah. Wake up in the morning. Well, 
I, this is what I do. I'm not saying that you have to. I wake up in the morning, sometimes I just drink lemon water, room temperature lemon water, and I just drink that. I don't eat till about three, four o'clock sometimes. Yeah, I've, I started, I yeah, I started it's, doing that probably last year, yeah. as in just not eating until after two o'clock, but not eating after 10 o'clock. Yeah. And, and trying to make sure that I stick to that. And I think you're right. I think yeah. that missing, missing a few things, things fruit, yeah. yeah. So that's one of the things that I was doing four or five, four, five times a week yeah. for five, four or five hours a day after taking my daughter to, the, to school. Yeah. So I'd be in the gym, so I'd be just drinking water. And each month I knew I was going to have a blood test. So what I'd do, I'd do a 24-hour fast, no food, just liquid. Wow. Yeah? And there's one, one, of the, one of the days I, I went 27 hours without food, yeah, because I thought to myself, all right, let me reverse it. I'm gonna be. I'm not gonna eat for 24 hours, so that's yeah. my goal. Yeah. Okay. And but after that 24 hours, I'm gonna have a wicked breakfast. I'm gonna mm. have a wonderful <laughs> breakfast. That, that's the goal. That's the yeah. goal. I have a full full English whatever breakfast. Yeah. Okay. That 24 hours came. I didn't feel hungry. Oh, there that, you go. That 24 hours came. I thought, is that it? I thought, you know something, Lynn. Go for another hour. Yeah. 25 hours without eating. So I'm just drinking water. 26 hours without drinking. Okay, right. Let's go 27 hours. So I went 27 hours without any food in my body. And I thought to myself, you know something? We can do this, isn't it? We, we can do this. Yeah, we can do this. I'm, I'm sitting here with you. And obviously, I know like I've done intermittent fasting yeah. and still do. We can do this. We can, yeah. 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 And I, I, oh, I'm just thinking, what was a big deal 24 hours yeah. ago was for me to have this big meal the following day and it was when when I started to have something to eat it was all boring the psychology like, around food yeah. eating are we going to starve Stuff. if we don't eat yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but I, I one, of the, one of the good things I love about me personally as a chef I could just knock up something yeah just knock up something you know yeah. I'm just thinking like the other day uh, a mother-in-law, she left some chicken in the in the fridge, in the fridge, and they all went out and say, Linda, just do something with it. And I was not in the mood to cook. <laughs> I was on, I, I was on, this was one of my, my day off days. When, <laughs> this is this is Linda's day of nothing day, you know what I'm saying? And they wanted me to do something. I thought, oh God, look in the fridge, I saw the chicken. All right, so just quickly run it under some water, lemon, vinegar, run that, leave it for about 15, 20 minutes, wash it off, put some seasoning on it, put the frying pan on, shh. See, we up. all need the chef, you know, guys. It up. Got some, <laughs> I, I found some sauce that my wife had in, in the cupboard and I thought, open it up, look at it, okay, fine, just shove that in there, slice up some onions, throw it on there, I just put the lid on it and just let it cook. Jenny, the chicken chase so nice. I'm sitting here going, I can it. imagine. I can, no, normally we take our time to get it nice, right? Yeah. But yeah. for some reason, this one just turned out and everybody killed it off straight away. You See, know? you know yeah. what? Anyone so. who's locked in, we all need a chef in the house. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think we all need a yeah, chef you, you need me. that could just chef up <laughs> anything that is left in the fridge, throw Cri it all together Cri and make yeah. something nice. I mean, yeah, I mean, like you said, a lot of things in your mind is psychological. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And my daughter said, Dad, I'll, can you make me some rice? And I thought, babes, I'm, not, I'm just not in the mood to make mm -hmm. rice. She said, Dad, make me some rice. I thought, I'll just get up. I said, just, all right, just put the rice in the water to soak quickly. You know what I'm saying? So she puts some rice to soak. She, you've done it, yeah, yeah. So I left it for about an hour to soak. When you leave the rice to soak, it absorbs the moisture. Yeah. So it's quicker to cook. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's basmati. That's a good tip. So, so, so it's basmati rice. Yeah, just leave it in the water. Wash, it, wash the carbara, wash the starch off a few times, and it's easy. So I just put lots of water in... Like put a lot of water on to boil, bring it to the boil. Yeah, yeah. I put some onions, makes, yeah, I put make, onions in sense. there, I put cardamoms in to in flavour. So you get flavour into the water, a bit of salt in the water, and then I just throw the, the rice in there, uh, drain it off, throw it in there, and it takes what, five five minutes to cook out. Cause it's, yeah, that's a good tip. I like and, that. It makes sense. And then sense. I just drain it all off, I just drain it off and just wash it all off. and. Jazz, the, the rice is ready. That is that already <laughs> done already. Yeah, done. Five minutes, you know. So that, that's one of the, the little tips that I give to a lot of people, you know what I'm saying, when I'm cooking and don't worry, and we'll be we'll be getting you yeah, back yeah. after this uh to do more around food. But I tell you what, guys, this is Lyndon. He is professional chef, author, consultant. We're talking like 30 years plus. We've been here. If you've just joined us, we are talking about type one, type two diabetes. We're talking about health and how health and well-being can actually help us by looking at our diet, watching the things that we eat. Coming up after the little break, I'm going to play some tracks from my girl, Terry Walker. After the break, we heard, I don't know if you heard it, I heard it, the word flavonoids. Right, we're going to find out what that means. 
after these tracks. So do what you need to do. Put the kettle on. Uh, go to the toilet. Do whatever you need to do. As I said, sneak those headphones in. Um, if you sneak those headphones in at work, if you're working from home, uh, we will be back after this. Broadcasting live. Download our app from your app store. London Radio. Radio. you up 
there of my home girl Terry Walker uh, taken from the I Am Terry Walker album first track I Am uh, this is my time album a track called Love L-O-V-E um, listen there are so much UK artists with so much sweet sweet talent as I said every week I'm going to be playing you more and more UK music if you know someone who sings soul R&B maybe garage uh, maybe a bit of hip hop who knows keep it positive and clean uh, do get in touch with myself or reach London radio and we will give that a spin now before that little quick track break We've been talking to Lyndon, who is a chef, consultant, author. He's had 30 years plus in the business. We've been talking about his uh, type 2 diabetes diagnosis um, around 2015 and all of the determination that he has put in place to change his diet and actually change his diagnosis around. So if he can, we can. Uh, today's show has been all around health, well-being and how much of an impact changing our diet can have on our lives. And it's things that we definitely need to be thinking about. I wanted to make sure that we touched on health through January. No, it's like new year, new me, new changes. That doesn't change. There are all sorts of things that we can do to make ourselves and our lives a lot easier. And at this point, I think it starts with food, um, food psychology, uh, is definitely in there and our own determination. So, you know what? Before that break, I wanted to touch on flavonoids. I heard that word. It sounds really flash. Um, so, Lyndon, what does flavonoids mean or what are flavonoids? Well, flavonoids are foods that heals and nourishes the pancreas. I'm going to simplify it. I'm not going to go into the detailed medical terms of flavonoids. But when I was told about flavonoids from my cousin Ken... Yeah, who educated me about uh, what to eat during the reversal of my diabetes. He yes. said, Lyndon, you need to focus on flavonoid foods. I said, Ken, why? Because flavonoid foods, they heal and nourish the pancreas. Okay, so if the part of your body, the pancreas is not working, it's not efficiently working, why not feed it the food and ingredients that's going to make it work better or yes. to heal it? Yes. Focus on that. And that's what they do. It's just like anything that you take, if there's an ailment in your body, you've got certain things that helps it. So this is what he says, yeah? Flavonoid foods heals and nourishes the pancreas. So what are flavonoids? Yep. Yeah, what are flavonoids? 
berries, tomatoes, parsley, watermelon, nuts, berries, like blueberries, one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dark chocolate, would you believe it? I love my chocolate, but the darker the chocolate, the better. Wow. Yeah? 70%, 80% of cocoa is much better. And you only need a little bit of that each day, not a lot of it. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, sweet potato, because a lot of us, we love our white potatoes, mm, mm. but you can change the sweet potato on a short-term basis yeah. if you want to, while yes. you're reversing your diabetes, yeah? Yes. Uh, bananas, oranges, beans, bell peppers, peaches, red onions as well. Mm. I love red onions. Let me, let me, let me... I have a very good friend named Errol McKellar. He's a prostate, yes. prostate can yes. cancer ambassador, yeah? And when I met up with Errol... We talked about prostate. And when we dwelled into prostate, what foods for, uh, for people who have prostate issues or to prevent it from prostate issues, I'd done my own research. And one of the things that they came up with is tomatoes. Wow. Tomatoes. Cooked tomatoes will help with the prostate. And then when I found out about the flavonoid foods of red onions. Yes. Who, who, I like fried onions. Yeah. I like fried tomatoes. So the combination of that... So when you're eating flavonoid foods, it's actually going to help you with your prostate as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. Prostate and diabetes. Prostate and your pancreas. Yeah. So it's a combination of foods that's going to heat and nourish the body. Yes. So this is what you need to focus on. So if you're if you're a meat lover, I used to be I used to love beef. I used to love lamb. Mm -hmm. The bacon, all of it, the chicken, everything like that. I used to love. My, you put it on the table, I would eat it. Yeah. Yeah. But what I found on my journey with red meat it used to bloat me out. Yes. It takes a long time. They said it takes about 18 hours for red meat to digest in the body. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to cut out on red meat. And I wanted to, to make my body more pure. So I went total vegetarian. So I even cut out my uh, chicken. So I used to love my full English breakfast with my bacon. Yeah. Sausages. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And there was nothing wrong with it at that time. So I, I said to myself, okay, then you need to stop eating sausage, stop eating bacon. So what am I going to replace it with? Chicken. So I started to have grilled chicken with my breakfast. I didn't like it. So I said, what's the next best thing to grilled chicken? Smoked ham. No, smoked turkey. So I went on to smoked turkey. I didn't like smoked turkey with my breakfast. So yeah. I said, Lynn, just forget it. Yeah. Just, just put the yeah. meats to one side for now. Yeah. Just forget about it. So I just focused mostly on uh, my breakfast. It used to be like berries. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Berries with uh, porridge. I had I started having an addiction mm. to, to porridge in the morning. So I'd, I'd, in the early days, I'd done lots of videos of me with my porridges. I'd have blueberries in my porridge, bananas in my porridge. I'd have kiwi in my porridge, yeah. strawberries in my porridge, yeah. dark chocolate. I put even spirulina in my porridge as yeah. well. Yeah. I used to put, do lots of things to heal the body. Yeah. Stuff. So, I was so doing, it's just switch, switch and change. Switch and change. Try different things. Yeah, and the funny <coughs> thing about it, you, you need to find the things that you personally like. Like, yeah. yeah but it's not, if you, oh, okay, you don't like tomatoes, don't eat it. Yeah. There's other things you can eat. Yeah. You know, Definitely. find something else you can eat. If you like, if you like, there's going to be a few things on that list that you, everyone, yeah. yeah, that everyone likes. There might be one or two things that you, you know, you, just you don't, dislike. Yeah, you but don't yeah, like, you, but you don't have definitely to. Definitely got to try. But there's so many different flavonoid foods. Yeah. Yep. And flavonoids are spelled F-L-A-V-O-N-O-I-D-S. Flavonoids. Yeah. Okay. So it's so important to focus on the things that's going to heal the body rather than Fantastic. not heal the body. Thank you for that. And you yeah. know, the other thing I wanted to ask you about symptoms. The symptoms, well, <laughs> where'd you start? Yeah. <clears throat> I had blurred vision, yeah? Yeah. I was, I was running to the toilet three, four times an hour. Wow. Yeah, yeah okay. Um, and basically what it was, running to the toilet three or four times an hour, what do you drink? You should drink water, water. but you did But you're drinking your fizzy drink. You're drinking your normal drink. Yeah, okay. I was always feeling hungry. So if your person is feeling hungry all the time, yeah, okay, that's one of the symptoms. Slow healing of cuts is another one. So me as a chef, before I was diagnosed, I was chopping chopping cucumbers, onions, chop, 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 chop. I, I wasn't hesitating, it didn't matter. Just go for it. But when yeah. I realised slow healing of cuts, I said to myself, Lynn, if you cut yourself, yeah, you, you, that, that cut's going to heal slow. So therefore, you're going to have to have a plaster on it and you may have to go home yes. as, a, as a chef. So that's one of the other symptoms. Feeling very thirsty all the time, which I just mentioned. Weight loss or weight gain as well. Okay. Yeah? Weight loss. In my position, it was weight gain. Yeah. Um, 
feeling tired all the time. But I didn't mind that. I like sleeping. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's all right. So it's all right, you know? And also one of the main things that a lot of people find is numbness, pins and needles in your fingers yes. or your toes. Yeah. Like I said before, every 22 seconds, somebody loses a lower limb. Yeah. through diabetes it's, 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 yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a serious it's a conversation serious, it's a serious yeah. thing yeah. There's, there's one person I, I heard about yeah, who was in the bed and they, they had a radiator at the end of the bed and their feet was on the radiator oh gosh I wouldn't even go further wow yeah they didn't know their feet was on the radiator wow wow yeah no this is definitely yeah. serious so, now, just, so just to uh, yep. reanalyse what we talk the symptoms are blurred vision Feeling very hungry, urinating on a regular basis, slow healing of cuts, feeling thirsty all the time, weight loss or weight gain, numbness, otherwise known as pins and needles, uh, feeling tired, and that's just some of them. Wow, thank you so, so much. Now, I know we are fast approaching, running out of time. But before we get to where we find you on your socials, I know you've got a job opportunity for someone. I'm excited about that. the reflection call. Now, you know, as with all of my guests, whether I know you yeah. or not, I'm still going to go uh, do some uh, private investigating, yeah. uh, fishing. Uh, your website, absolutely amazing. There's Thank a you. documentary on there in regards to, yep, there's a documentary <laughs> on there. But you've also got a reflection call. Yes. And I, before we end this, I want to make it possible for you to actually share what that reflection call is because I feel like the information that you've given on this uh, show today, Mm. I think we could go on for probably another hour, two hours. There is so much more. And I know that everyone isn't going to get that. But the reflection call, let everyone know about that because that's important. The reflection call, I've I've put the reflection call together because what what I found when I was doing events, a lot of people come up to me and ask me, Lyndon, especially men, they whisper in my ear, Lyndon, I got this thing going on, you know, what what can I do? What can I do? And it's, and I wouldn't say it's embarrassing, but it was hard for me to comprehend with these guys coming to me yeah. and say, listen, I've got something. Go, where's your doctor? Where's your support yeah. network? Yeah. Where's your support system yeah. around you? You know, and they said, I've got it going on for a long time. So I thought to myself, you know, let me do a reflection call. So basically what a reflection call, it's, it's, it's a call where you can have a one on, one-to-one call with yeah. me. Yeah, okay. You pay a, a minimal fee for it and you get a complimentary book as well with yeah. it, okay? And I help them and in inspire them to start their journey yeah. of reversing yeah. and type I think it's, diabetes. Yeah, I think it's nice for them to have someone to come to like that because, yeah. again, I was going to say that, you know, men aren't known to go to the doctor, which is, it's really nice and vital for more men yes. like yourself to come yeah. out and start talking about health well, issues and health matters well, Jenny, and encourage them to I get, had health get to issues for over a year. Yeah. I never told my wife about yeah. it. I told not. Yeah. I, I dealt with it in my own way. Yeah. And a lot of men... I meet are exactly the same thing. Yeah, and I think it, when I spoke to Errol McKellar, yeah, and I'm probably going to get Errol, him back because it's been a few years now, yeah, he said the same thing. The yeah. only reason why he went to the doctors was because of his snoring, which yeah, came yeah. from the wife, <laughs> you know, and, and that's what sends you there. So, yeah. you know, to have more uh, male figures talking about health issues, yes. talking about how hard it was for you, hopefully it will encourage them. But I think being able to have that reflection call with yes, you definitely. is an amazing start for them because yeah. then it gives you the chance to say, well, look, I've done the same thing. 100%. Because I've, I've done reflection calls with quite a few people and the results and the feedback is yeah. unbelievable because yeah. at the beginning, they don't think they can do it. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know what? It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. You think, you know, you think yeah. something's wrong, you check online, you see the symptoms and then you start thinking, you know, that psychology thing kicks yeah. in and you're thinking a hundred thousand things. Yeah. But to be able to have a conversation with someone that's going to go, I did the same thing. Yes. It took me six months, three months, two yeah. months, whatever to actually, you know, get myself to the doctors or start to have that realisation. Realisation, yes. Amazing. Tell us about the book. The book, wow, the book's going to make you cry. It's relatable. Uh, to diabetics it talks about the foods that i was eating before during and afterwards you've got stuff on mindset to get you in the right position to want to start reversing your type 2 diabetes so there's some affirmations in in there regarding i can do it i will do it i will do what it takes it's only a short-term uh period that i'm going to go through these are the kind of things and it tells you a bit of my lifestyle working at the savoy hotel uh, from the days that the foods that I was eating during those periods yep. and afterwards. And it's relatable. I've had so many people come to me and say, Lyndon, 
I relate to you. And yeah. to be honest with you, Jenny, I've come on this journey by default. It, yep. it, it wasn't planned. The book yep. wasn't even planned. No. I didn't I, I haven't told you how I wrote came to write the book. Yeah. But the, I, I wrote the book because I was supposed to be helping my cousin Ken write his book. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's mad. It, 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 you know mad. what? It was meant to be. It was meant yeah, to be suppose, you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like when I look at my own journey and and what I've created, I, that I wasn't trying to own a business. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I sit here and I, I I run a business. It wasn't the journey, but I feel like that's what's created yeah. for you. I think only you could do have done this. I think when, when I do a radio show, I'm going to interview you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, Listen, I'm gonna I've, run, I've been running. No one's really interviewed me that much. Um, and I'm not on that. a call out, but maybe I need to have someone come up in the studio and interview me. But it, it's so true. Like there yeah. are so many of us out here, you know, in the community yeah. that... We didn't set on the journey to create this or create that or write this book or write this program. Yeah. But no one else is going to do it do better it for, than exactly. us. Exactly. I think you've done an amazing job Thank and I you. wish that we had more hours yeah. to keep you on. But I'm going to definitely bring you back. Thank you. Um, because I feel like there's more conversations that we and we as a community, when I say we, I mean all of us, yes. all of you guys who yeah. are locked in and listening, we as a community need to learn so yeah. much about food. Yeah. Now you have a job opportunity yeah, I've job opportunity because uh, lately I've just be, I've got so much things going on. I'm looking for a, a virtual assistant, a person that could come on board with me on a part-time basis. I'm looking for someone who can put out my social media, my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, do some adverts, post some adverts, look at my website and see how they can bring it to a bigger audience yep. as well. So that's what I'm looking for someone to do, to just take that weight off me yep. and have it, have it on a consistent basis. So if anyone wants to do that, just contact me through via my website directly or through any social media, Twitter, Instagram or Facebook. Fantastic. Just what is me. your Instagram? My Instagram is all The Inspired Diabetic. There you go. How, how, how should for, I, how dare I? For all of them. For all of them, I've simplified it. The Inspired Diabetic on Twitter, Instagram, all of them. If you if you want, if you can't find that, uh, there's something wrong. But if you do want me, you, you find L Wissart. Wissart is W-I-S-S-A-R-T. L Wissart at Twitter. It's all there. And all of the details, yeah. obviously, on um, my on my Instagram at still underscore got underscore it also at reach London. Um, I will be pushing that out. We're going to definitely do a bit more. Now, before we leave today, I want to big up our sponsors at Juvenis. I want to say also shout out to Groove School, who we work alongside. They have got a DJ beginners class with the deaf rave. Now, what I want to say about this, I think is absolutely amazing that they have got the first uh, UK female class for deaf women um, and they are learning to DJ and oh, it wow. looks absolutely amazing so you know what if you have any interest in that get in touch with Groove School go over to Groove School and just see it look the work that they're doing absolutely amazing so shout out to Richie and the team there we've got like maybe one or two minutes I want to talk about this drink that's in front of me called Vibes Drinks Let, tell yeah, us about that the Vibes Drinks is an awesome drink the, the father uh, Ivor and the son uh, Eugene approached me uh, they've looked at my background, what I've done, and they got an awesome drink, a diabetic friendly. It's made up of uh, uh, hibiscus, which is sorrel, sorrel, sorry, which is sorrel, uh, ginger, and lime, and it's sweetened with erythrol, which is a natural uh, sugar from fruit. And it, it, the, the taste is amazing. And to be honest, with you, when you taste it. You're, you're, you're looking for fizzy and you're looking for sweet and it's got none of that in it. <laughs> yeah, but it's I like refreshing. to hear that because I thought you was going to say, you know, the, the, the fizz, the missing that fizz is going to make you think, oh, this ain't the yeah. right drink for me. But actually, yeah, that psychology kicking in again. Yeah, that psychology. Because I was sceptical in the beginning. I, I, yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm sceptical. But when I started to drink it and I tried it with the, the, the biggest sceptics around me, my family. Yes. And all of them liked it. Said, I'm, looking forward, yeah. I'm looking forward because I yeah. have one in my hand. Yeah. Um, so thank you so yeah. much. You're going to see a couple of pictures of me with that drink. You know what? Today, Lyndon Wizard has been here giving us so much information on 
type two specifically diabetes health well-being foods we eat changing our diet very very important we've come to the end of today's segment and i'm like should we keep going yeah. but listen next week moise Roche, he's a phd researcher we're going to be talking brain development alzheimer's and dementia and carers support make sure you keep it locked to reach london radio i'm jenny still this is still got it lyndon thank you very much thank you very much jenny it's a Radio. Broadcasting, Broadcasting live. live. Download our app from your app store.